Welcome to IMEC Regional 2021 Podcasts. The show is dedicated to present research results of Polish scientists as authors or co-authors of papers presented during the Regional Conference of European Marketing Academy. The regional conferences are aimed to attract researchers interested in marketing issues, in changing and growing markets, and regarding a regional perspective. The project has been supported by the Polish National Agency for Academic Exchange under the program Welcome to Poland. My guest is Professor Paweł Brewa, author of paper presented at EMAC Regional 2021 conference under the title Selected Predictors of Consumer Ethnocentrism on the Food Market. Let's start with the basics. Uh, Professor Brewa, Uh, what is consumer ethnocentrism? Okay, already at the beginning of the 20th century, the concept of ethnocentrism appeared in the literature. Actually, in 1906, Sumner defined ethnocentrism as perceiving, evaluating, comparing things, people or behavior through the prism of one's own environment. In general, the concept of ethnocentrism represents this uh, universal tendency for people to view their own group as the center of the universe, to interpret other social units from the perspective of their own group, and to reject those who are culturally not similar. In 1980s, this concept was adapted in consumer behavior research. From the perspective of ethnocentric consumers, purchasing imported products is wrong because it hurts the domestic economy, it causes job losses, and it is even considered as unpatriotic. In functional terms, Consumer ethnocentrism gives the individual a sense of identity, a feeling of belongingness, and a conviction of what purchase behavior is acceptable. In 1987, Shimp and Sharma developed the most widely used scale to measure consumer ethnocentrism, called set scale, which I also applied in, in this research although with some adaptations. Okay, so uh, we can say uh, that uh, consumer ethnocentrism is uh, somehow consumer being patriotic in terms of buying products. Yes, it is similar to this patriotism, although it is a distinct concept from patriotism. Of course. So um, does it mainly apply to the food market or... uh, we can also uh, mention other markets here. No, it is a broader concept applying to practically all kinds of physical goods and services. However, it is recommended to analyze consumer ethnocentrism for each product category separately because some of its determinants are category specific. For example, food choice criteria or food attributes. Consumer ethnocentrism is one of the main factors influencing the perceptions of foreign food products. It um, 
Vietnocentrism of attitudes and behavior of consumers is especially evident in the case of perishable goods such as food products. And consumer ethnocentrism is a strong and significant predictor of food product evaluations. For example, domestic food is perceived as having higher nutritional values than imports. Okay, so uh, you did research uh, in the context uh, of the food market. So what was the main goal of your research? My research aimed to identify some predictors of consumer ethnocentrism on the food market. And I did it both in the total sample and for each gender separately. So my main research question was which consumer characteristics affect consumer ethnocentrism on the food market. But also I asked this question separately for men and women. And although consumer ethnocentrism is already a very popular research topic, there are still relatively few studies conducted in representative nationwide samples, which enable to investigate a wide range of socio-demographic predictors in addition to the usually tested psychographic variables. Okay, so what research methods did you use in your study? You have mentioned that you uh, you did survey, yes? Yes, I used the usual CAWI method, computer-assisted web interviews. So this is an online survey which was conducted in this large representative sample of 1,000 respondents age 15 and more. The representative's criteria included sex, the age structure, education level and the place of living, as well as the region of Poland. Additionally, I uh, wanted to have the same age structure between men and women. An internet panel of a research agency was used on the basis of quotas specified in the assumptions. And I analyzed the collected data with the use of a statistical software. First, I conducted a series of bivariate analyses, such as Mann-Whitney U tests or Kruskal-Wallis tests and Spearman correlations in order to identify some variables which should be included in the regression model. As uh, this initial regression model was rather complex, having 38 independent variables and 14 of which turned out to be significant, I looked for some method to simplify this model. So I looked for a more parsimonious way to predict consumer ethnocentrism on the food market. That is why I applied the retrograde stepwise regression. In this modified model, only eight predictors remain, and all of them are significant. This model explains over 29% of the variance of a dependent variable, as illustrated by the adjusted determination coefficient. So the elimination of 30 variables from the previous model led to a decrease of explanatory power of only two percentage points, which is 
quite satisfactory. Okay, so what did you find? So did anything surprise you or maybe uh, the results uh, you received uh, were consistent with your expectations and the literature? In this final model, the set scale level turned out to be positively related to the respondents' conformity and tradition Schwartz values, to the pride of being Polish, to the importance attached to the country of origin and distance covered by food products, and to the natural content as a food choice motive. It was negatively related to being a student and to the universalism Schwartz value. In separate models for each gender, three predictors affected positively and significantly consumer ethnocentrism on the food market, both among men and women, namely the tradition value, pride of being Polish, and importance attached to the distance covered by the food product from the producer to the shop, which is related to the preference for local food. Moreover, consumer ethnocentrism among men was dependent on the food choice motive, environmental friendliness, whereas consumer ethnocentrism among women was affected by the importance attached to the product's country of origin, and it was negatively related to women's young age. It is worth noting not only the differences in predictors between men and women, but also let me underline that some variables, which were significant predictors in the whole sample, lost their significance in separate regressions for each gender. This confirms the theoretical and methodological justification of analyzing consumer ethnocentrism, not only in the total sample, but also separately for men and for women. If you ask me what surprised me and what was consistent with, with the previous uh, literature, Actually, I found that most of the results were consistent with expectations based on the literature of the subject. That's, for example, the finding that certain Schwartz values are relevant in predicting consumer ethnocentrism on the food market. This is consistent with previous research demonstrating that cultural similarity is an important consideration for highly ethnocentric consumers in the evaluation of foreign products. The tradition value was found to be the strongest predictor of consumer ethnocentrism in my model, which confirms its increasing role in food market and consumption. The tradition value was also a determinant of the willingness to pay a price premium for domestic food products. So this finding is consistent with some previous research, including the study of Balabanis, who found that conservation types of values are positively related to consumer ethnocentrism. However, there were also some surprising results. The universalism value was positively related to the willingness to pay a higher price for domestic food, but it was negatively associated with consumer ethnocentrism 
measured with the use of this set scale index, as demonstrated in, in my study. And the reasons behind this finding require some further investigation. Second surprising result, unlike some previous research, a non-linear trend between consumer ethnocentrism and age was observed. Consumer ethnocentrism grows with age, but only until late 30s and early 40s, when it starts to decline. So I think it's also some novel finding. Uh, okay, it's, uh, it sounds very uh, interesting. Uh, do you have a h- hypothesis? Uh, why? <laughs> why? Why this uh, um, ethnocentrism uh, stopped, uh, s- stops uh, at uh, 40s? It's hard to say at the moment. I think some further research is, not, is necessary to examine this phenomenon. Because uh, it uh, it sounds it's really interesting. Uh, as far as I know, uh, the older consumer is, uh, the more ethnocentric uh, the consumer is as as well. Yeah. So that that's yes, that's, that's why I was, I was quite surprised with this result. Maybe it was the specificity of this panel used by the research agency, but it is hard to say at, at the moment. Can you suggest any managerial implications uh, of your research and for whom might your research findings be useful? Okay, I I believe that this study has some important managerial implications. As I examined the set scale levels in various consumer segments, it is possible to target more precisely one's marketing communications to those consumers who have the highest or the lowest level of ethnocentrism. Additionally, based on my findings, it is justified to recommend the use of certain appeals in marketing communications addressed to ethnocentric buyers. Namely, such messages should emphasize the values of tradition, conformity, and avoid references to universalism. The pride of being Polish may also be used in such advertising. The following food products characteristics should be underlined as well, like country of origin, low distance from the producer to the shop, and natural content. Finally, as I have found considerable differences in predictors of consumer ethnocentrism between men and women, it is recommended to tailor marketing communications to each gender, if possible, in messages addressed to men, environmental friendliness appeals should be used more frequently, whereas in communications targeted at women, country of origin should be emphasized more strongly. Okay, thank you, thank you, thank you very much. And uh, do you think uh, you would get similar results in the context of another country? Could these results be more universal or just, you know, it's uh, strictly uh, strictly uh, connected to Polish uh, society? Yes, I, I am certain that these results have high external validity and can be genera- generalized to other populations. However, I believe it is useful to replicate this study in some other contexts, cultural contexts, in order to check if the distribution of values in the society may have some impact 
on the significance of some of these predictors of consumer ethnocentrism. Uh, okay. So I encourage our researchers to, <laughs> to take up this topic and try to examine it further. Okay, do you think that ethnocentrism, uh, consumer ethnocentrism, especially in the food context, uh, is a more trending topic uh, in uh, science now? Or, uh, you know, it's just uh, as popular as, as usually? Yeah, so it is uh, it is a trend right now or or maybe yes. not? I think it, it is becoming more and more trendy, although it is a topic popular for at least three decades in consumer research. I can notice a growing interest in this area of country of origin effect and consumer ethnocentrism because companies, businesses look for some source of differentiation of their products as the competitive advantage is harder and harder to find on the market, we need to find some differentiators. And this aspect of emphasizing the national origin or the local origin of food is more and more popular in practice. So in retailers, they use this Polish product label and other methods to communicate the link between the origin and the product. And that's why researchers also are interested in this area. Okay, and what do you think about pandemic uh, situation? Uh, maybe it also uh, somehow uh, affected uh, the uh, growing interest in um, consumer ethnocentrism? Certainly, it had some impact, especially that people were confined to their homes, so they had to look for products which were easily available, especially in online grocery shopping. So that's why local providers became more attractive in some way. And so that's one of the reasons, I think, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, thank you very much for very interesting uh, conversation and uh, um, having time to, to um, uh, share Uh, with us, uh, um, your research findings. Thank you very much for giving me this opportunity. And I would also like to thank you for giving me the opportunity to chair a session on food marketing during this EMAT regional conference. Thank you once again. Thank you very much. You are listening to EMAC Regional 2021 Podcasts. My guest was uh, Professor Paweł Bryła, author of paper presented at EMAC Regional 2021 Conference under the title Selected Predictors of Consumer Ethnocentrism on the Food Market.